This is Speaking of Sports, a weekly podcast where we give you our take on sports' biggest stories and news. I'm your host, Ray Scipione, along with Coach Al Harris, Chad the Whiz Kid Grimley, and the Godfather, Chuck Grimley. Speaking of Sports is sponsored by Grimley Financial and produced by WildfirePodcast.com. The boys are back. Yes, we are. We're all back as a group. I can't say live, but we are here in Grimley Financial Stadium. I'm back. Welcome back. From a brief depression, Ray (laughs) Scipione, along with the godfather, the whiz kid, and coach. Good model for this show. Let's just rip and be You know what? Depressed, like our our stats. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. Um, We're we're just going to wing it. We're winging it today. We're going to go crazy. You know what? We got to start off with the girls, and I'm going to tell you why. Um I think every one of us here truly enjoys uh, female athletics, especially softball and basketball. Um, and in lieu of ESPN's 3030 about Title IX, and if you don't know about Title IX, you should look it up. Um, it was signed when, Chad? By the Nixon administration? Something around around those times, yeah, and, and it was fiftieth uh, anniversaries this year. So. That's right, fiftieth yeah. anniversary, and it was it's thirty eight words, people. No person in the U.S. shall, on the basis of sex, be excluded from participation in, be denied the benefits of, or be subjected to discrimination under any education program or activity receiving federal financial assistance. And uh, that means it's uh, it's tit for tat. Whatever the boys get, the girls should get. Did you learn to read like that in elementary school? I did actually. I, yeah. I, I was pretty good. That was good. I, I, yeah. That's my limits. Forty words. Yeah, I know. Throughout June, so ESPN has a bunch of um, of uh, stories for the on the Title IX history and all that stuff on there. So you're going to see some thirty for thirties on it. And I'm hearing it's really good stuff. I know it's also it is throughout, throughout June. I haven't seen any yet. But I mean, the from what I'm hearing is pretty good. It, it's absolutely amazing to hear what um, the women had to do to get uh, even pro tennis. You, you you listen to Billie Jean King and and uh, I mean they 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 played for peanuts. They 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 paid for their own rooms and and meanwhile the men of course were getting you know making millions. But we're gonna start off this show with uh, actually a program in in our backyard, backyard. that has done. Beyond amazing, uh, uh, incredible stuff, and uh, we're going to go with our coach to start us off. Some Bordy talk in that night. Well, there's a young lady named Sophia Bordy. She just got voted uh, New Jersey Pitcher of the Year. She's from Haddon Heights High School, came from Merchantville, and uh, she is, I've seen her throw, she's well beyond her years. Uh, the, for the year, they had four losses, but people don't realize she was at a camp out west when they lost three games in the beginning of the year. I'll tell you how dominant she is. She had 301 strikeouts for the year, which come out to 2.3 per inning. My God. <laughs> and what grade is she in? She's a freshman. freshman. Oh, my God. Wow. Freshman with Absolutely amazing. And she's a hell of a hitter. She hit three home runs against Donovan Catholic, or one of those upstate. And a girl from woman, the coach from Donovan Catholic, said she's never seen anybody hit the ball that far. Yeah. So one of her games she hit, and then the next game they intentionally walked her all four times. So that's unreal. Now in the state final, I saw that they threw a no hitter with 20 strikeouts. I assume she was the one who pitched in that game. Yeah, yes, real wow. Yeah. So the state final game, she yeah. threw a no hitter. Yeah, 20 strikeouts. Team ranked two in the country. Are you? Oh okay. my God! So it's one thing to win the states. Like our local teams don't win state championships no. you know, all that often. Right. Not right. to say they don't, but then the tournament of champions—that's where all groups really all struggle. Levels. Okay. Like Camden this year did sure. not win the tournament champions. Right. They were second, I believe. Uh, that's another sort of hot topic. If we have so I don't so yeah. so let's briefly uh, explain. So in high school. You are um, when when you play athletics, it's based on 
the number of students a school has. And then you have small group schools, group one all the way to group five. So to see a group two school, which is the second smallest classification of school in, in the state, go up against a school and they and that's why they had the tournament of champions because people always said i wonder how the smallest school would compete against the biggest school you know in competition so they said well after all the state championships are crowned let's have one giant and it started with basketball because basketball could uh could do that and a lot of coaches don't like the tournament champion for that reason sure everybody sure they get exposed and this year (laughs) is the last year of tournament champions in all the sports oh really is that is that budget related I don't know, but they just said this will be the last year. Yeah, I, I know crazy. a couple of coaches in the TOC were quoted saying that I've never liked the TOC. I didn't have enough depth background in it to know why. Well, it takes sh- away from it takes away. I'm sure from the travel the, scene. It or takes away. Why it's uh, state champ? Why am with a loss? Sure, right? Absolutely. Uh, and and, you and why a, get upset by you know? I I, I don't mean to cut you off, but any any given day. Anybody could beat anyone. So now you're taking a team that's, you know, a group five champion, and they just have one off day, and it happens to be during the yeah. tournament of champions, and yeah. they're seen as a loser. But like when you you're said. up against these these North Jersey powers, yeah, you know, in, yeah. in all the sports, it's rare that you see something. Un- this is unprecedented. Rare, right yes, here. very I mean, rare. This is just crazy wild for, this, for the rare. school and for this. He picture. made a good point, Chuck, as far as you, you win your group one, all of a sudden you're playing the non-public A oh, or yeah. B champion, and you're talking about. He's normally about ranked. Both, yeah, you know, David, ranked in the country. David Goliath. Yes. That, that tells you how good th- this picture is. Uh, the one thing I didn't see, I read all the articles, but I didn't see anybody mention her top speed. Did you did you see seventy? No, I've never. She's got to be near seventy. Has to, yeah, right? has to. I haven't seen anybody with the guns out the few games I've seen. Yeah, be, because but I would say not only mid sixties is going to get banged around. A probably bit, right? sixty-eight to seventy, but she's got four pitches. pitches. She's got yeah. the great oh, change up. and control, rise ball, sure. Yeah, and she's well beyond her years as far as just her composure on the mound. And sure, and she's and probably she's, starting kids off with yeah. uh, you yeah. know. And here's stuff. the unsung she pitches, hero. She does. She pitches ahead every okay. every at bat. Unsung hero. Oh, one. They didn't have a catcher. They had a young lady they brought in that never caught before, a senior, and after her first few games. She and and this will hit big with Chuck and myself we when we story. were involved with coaching at St. Joe's Club Softball, and we had a real good pitcher, an all-state pitcher, and we didn't have a catcher. So a catcher. there's nothing worse to see a batter either take a third strike or swing and miss a third strike and see the ball rolling to the backstop. And, 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 her, and Lexi's dad reminded me it was 19 <laughs> drop third strikes this season. <laughs> there he, you go. He, he had a count of every one, and he would tell me about it. But uh, you got to love that. This is just sensational. It's good for the area. Absolutely. Obviously, it's good for Hatton Heights. It's good for Bordy. It's good for her teammates. Um, so we follow it, her the next three well, years. Well, is it safe to say? You know? I'll be curious. Yeah. You know, I don't like to be, you know, throw a damper on this, but uh, uh, could she be drawn away by that uh, program in Florida that uh, is probably recruiting no, her? I am, I'll tell I you why. Uh, exactly. You know what? Number she's, one. Because that's where all the prodigies what, go, Chuck. What we don't know in this podcast, and maybe we could have known, you should look it up, but her, her AAU team. She's got to be playing on a high-level gold elite. You know, we had very competitive softball teams. We played in elite gold tournaments not every weekend. This is a, a player who every weekend is traveling a great distance to play the best AAU travel teams and whatnot. So she's showcasing her. There's nobody in college softball not, you know, Oh, they, uh, of course, the, they all uh, know about her. She plays for the uh, PA Chaos 18U Gold-Spina uh, team. Yeah. I don't know if it's a cutoff or if it's Gold-Spina. That's the, know, that's the name. Uh, could you see if that's managed by the Nazareth Coast Cipollone by chance? Do you see the coaches? I have to look it up. Of that team. It sounds familiar. I think that's Cipollone. But, um, you know, th- just like to follow said, her for eight, three years. 18 and under, and she's 15. Yeah, yeah, right. And, yeah. and I'll tell you how dedicated she is friend of mine's a substitute teacher at Haddon Heights he said and she gets in the weight room with the football players and does the squats and everything like really? that oh yeah Al you said you met saw her a couple times I yeah. meant to get out to see her noticeably right away you can tell this is something you, you haven't seen yeah yeah blazing fastball 
Yeah, like I said, but four different pitches which she could control. Right. And I'll tell you, they almost got beat the beginning of the year. Well, they had four losses, and now it said she was she out of the camp yet. for like three yeah. of them. They were playing Collingswood, which is a lower echelon team. And Collingswood scores two runs to go ahead in the ninth inning, three to one. Heights come back and won it four to three. Well, nine innings is 27 strikeouts. She had 25. Oh, okay, I got God. it. It's the 18U gold. <laughs> Uh, but their coach is Joe Spina. Oh, so okay. when I said Gold Dash Spina, that's what yeah. it was. It, it was just the coach name. So she's on an 18U program. Right. Gold at 15. Playing elite tournaments. Wow. So yeah. you're gold, and people think right away you're playing the 10 best teams in the country. Is that true? We played in gold tournaments, and we were <laughs> the 10 best. Uh, although we won a lot of softball championships. But she's playing nothing but the most elite tournaments every weekend. Where you're flying to Vegas, flying to California, and whatnot, and of course, every, like I said, everybody, in yeah, the every coach knows who she is by now. Probably knew about her, maybe in seventh grade. So, right? uh, which, which, did you have something to add? At? I was just going to say, and they only have three seniors, so they have a girl at oh, shortstop, Maddie Clark, who's second string all South Jersey, who's their other pitcher. So I'm curious to see in the next three years. If she's throwing so much that they might let Maddie Clark be pitching against some of the weaker teams, maybe. But uh, so so we could have a four-time state champion, uh, and, and, and it, it seems like no one's going to hit this girl for four no, years. I, no, she's I'm, I'm not pitching that, that well as a freshman. She's only going to get better. I'm taking so, that bet today. Yeah. I, I, I How many hits will she give up the next? Three years. Yeah, that's sure. the over under. We're always 30? talking about the fun over and, and, under. And, 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 you're right. It's and, good and number. How good many number. home runs Ten will she hit? It's good, it's good oh. number. You know, you worry about the know. offense, yeah. but it seems like right. she can hit her own, uh, yeah. score yeah. her own runs. And you know what we haven't said yet? This is, wouldn't you love to have her dad call into the podcast with Dwayne? Absolutely. Um, and just talk about her work ethic. You know, we didn't read that article. Her work ethic when she was younger and, in, in, you know, lower sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Um, you know, we've, we all know very successful softball players. My one daughter was all state. I know her work ethic. This kid put that to shame probably. I mean, what she did on a daily, nightly basis in her sport, the love of it, the commitment, and, you know, she. Uh, it looks like she topped. I see a picture of her on the com holding a, um, a device that says 67 on it. So I'm 67. assuming maybe she's hit 67 miles per hour. If that's good, refreshment. That right. good research. Wisdom. So that, mean, research. that means her off-speed pitches must be yeah. amazing. Now, now how, how fast do you have to be to be like elite-level college? I, I know there's college girls throwing. Yeah. That, I mean, there's okay. girls that don't touch 70. So she's there as a freshman. Already. I saw right. 74 from the Tennessee 74 is, is pretty much that's 98 miles. I mean, that's the highest you you usually see. I think 74 converts to 103. Is it 103? Yeah. My God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's. Uh, I always say girls softball is the one thing because everybody likes to compare the the female and male sports. And you know, if you're in a male sport, you could do the female sport. Girls, the better soft, the elite, uh, fast pitch pitchers in in girls softball, the mouthful, can strike out pros. Which, oh yeah, which Th- there's is cool. plenty of videos. Of That's this. cool. Uh, there's, there was I saw a video yeah. last week of a bunch of pro guys yeah. trying to hit. All right, here it is well, from, a, from a reaction time. If you're throwing 70, uh, that equates to 101.2 in baseball. How about that? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So 74. So she's she's up three, there. At even three. At 67. Yeah, 74 is probably closer to 105 or six. Would be my guess. Yeah. And they, the, the chart cuts off at 70, but 65 is the equivalent of 94. So if you said 75 would then be equivalent of maybe like 105 or well, 106. You got your hands on that research, bud. Keep going because I'd like you to show reaction time. The pro reaction time and that's softball. How, that's how it's measured. With, with the, with the uh, point, uh, whatever it is, to it's react. Tenth, two that, tenths you know? of a right, second. Well, that's how it's done. Like 70 miles per hour is the same as 101 in baseball because the reaction time is point three six seconds. Yeah, in yeah, oh, yeah. there you but, go. But what that fraction is. So when a 70-mile-hour softball pitcher releases the ball from that mound distance, the batter has, you know, 0.25, whatever, of a second to react. And yet the girls hit it. I know. They it's hit amazing. the stuff. I mean, it, that's, that's what's remarkable. It's it, not it, like it all is. the games are shutouts. They hit 70-mile-an-hour pitches. And it's from 43 feet. That's right, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> point. Thing. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, and the crazy know. thing people don't realize, because you see all these long home runs – 
Like they play on a twelve, the equivalent of a twelve-year-old uh, little league little field because it's two hundred feet. It's sixty. Yeah, yeah. And, and 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 it's they're in stadiums, of course. But I wonder, and this will roll us into our next uh, topic. I wonder if Patty Gasso is on this young pitcher yet. I'm sure she has to be. Can't wait to hear this kid's college commitment. I know. Can't wait. Me neither. And that and decision's she, probably already made. By now, uh, yeah, I mean, I, but listen, yeah, there's, there's a lot of girls. You'll be her, surprised. We gotta get her. her dad but wait a minute, you'll be you'll be surprised. There's a lot of girls like this that want to stay local. They yeah. want to go to Villanova or somewhere like that because they just don't want to go far away from home. Good point. You know what I mean? And there's really nothing. I mean, there's the pro circuit for girls, and now it's funny they actually that have per inning. They have a, like they it. have this new league. It's 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 under a it's under AUX players' names. Yeah. yeah. And it's it's uh, whoever defeats the other. I was watching it the other night. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, I'm going to work on that because I pitched against her grandfather. Really? And there was two other Bordy brothers, too. So, And George Bordy, he's been passed a lot of years back. But I would have a connection to try and go through the A.D. Joe Cramp to see if maybe I could speak to her her father. Even she could call in or something. (laughs) Make sure Joe Cramp stretches. Yes. Because we don't want them to get hurt. Anyway, <laughs> uh, there it is. So we're rolling into uh, Oklahoma softball, my favorite and, girls softball team. And we're not going to drop off one bit from greatness, no, right? We're not. We're not. Uh, they had a big lefty uh, a couple years back, and I can't believe I forgot her name. But um, ever since I, I saw her pitch, I mean, I was just addicted. The, the, the dominance. Now, this is their sixth national championship they won. They were fifty nine and three guys, fifty nine and three this year. That competition, right? The, oh my Southern God, School. that's the SEC, and and, and they had the all time, the all time home run leader of all time, and and season wise, and and there was a girl years ago on the Olympic team. all time of all time, all time of all time. Yeah. There was a girl on the Olympic team. Uh, remember Busto? That that uh, she, I think she was Hawaiian, or I, I don't. She used to hit. Bombs. She was on the Olympic team. She was my all-time favorite hitter until I saw this girl. I mean, she I, have amazing. Have year. we mentioned her name yet? Uh, Last Coach, name is Alo. Alo. She's another. Hawaii. She's from Hawaii. Yeah. You want to see uh, she's a legend in Hawaii. Stats. Keep going. Her yeah. father uh, is this charismatic uh, <laughs> fan with his. Jo- He's a giant of a man, right. and he's got his big Oklahoma jersey on, and uh, and they interviewed him all the time. Um, his, his daughter's a legend, but as a team, uh, as a team, Al Alo, um, she hit a batting average five fifteen this year, yes, and hundred and sixty five plate appearances. She had eighty five hits, thirteen doubles, thirty four home runs, thirty four. That's what I thought. Eighty five RBIs. Yeah, I, I mean, on wow. scale. That can't be true. Now we know it is. Yeah, but on it's, it's, scale, when you look at the competition, that can't happen. That that's the equivalent uh, in Major League Baseball of saying somebody just batted four eighty. Okay. And, oh, it, and it, by the way, her, her balls. I mean, the two I saw were every bit of three hundred foot. <laughs> yeah. So they're not. Uh, you can't say it was the wow. field. I mean, she's a, and she's a big girl. Big girl. Yeah. No, no, I mean, she, not 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 overweight by any means. Just a big girl. Home runs. That's insane. Yeah. Did you read her OPS? Listen, her OPS. Yes. Chad. One point eight OPS. One she point. had, I think, twenty or five or thirty her freshman year. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She had over a hundred her career. And here's right, here's here's, here's the, the best. The oh, team. I didn't mean to cut you off. Yeah. I saw okay. a, a, a ESPN did a little documentary on her. Um, Patty, I think, as a freshman or sophomore, threw her off the team was having a lot of problems with her. She was having a lot of issues, and Patty said, listen, um, I, I'm going to give you, you know, I want you off the team until you're ready to make a commitment, hmm. and then you're welcome back. And, and she actually came back, and she speaks about it and how wow. it saved her life, Chuck. I mean, wow. it's, it's amazing what these, uh, amazing. you know, that the, she could have just went away and we would have never yeah. had this legend. But she, and you know, now, the team, at, what team has a 734 slugging percentage? 155 so, home runs. So here's my question. Is this a good thing for softball? I mean, is it becoming a point where there's so many sports that are, it, it's not good for 
Well, one team in sports to dominate. You I'm have gonna, Alabama in football, which I guess has been a little um, maybe reduced the past couple of years, maybe. Okay. But, I mean, for so long, what was it, Baylor and UConn or UCLA in, in women's basketball? So and here let, we let have me, the softball, Oklahoma, 59-3. and three. Is me, that good for the sport? Connecticut. Let me uh, – well, well, and, and I've, I've had this argument many, many times. Um, and I'm with, not sure with, what the answer is. Like, I don't got, know. It's got well, a lot I'm, to do I'm, with I'm who gonna, they played this year. I well, see I'm going to tell you this. It has a lot to do with this, too. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you an example. Um, Texas A&M in baseball had, had an off year last year. Okay, didn't qualify for anything. They, they brought on a new coach, um, Jim Slosnagel, the uh, guy recruited me at Elon, actually. Um, and he got eight players now, pay attention, eight players from the portal. So he remade this team 100% from the team a year ago. Now, I don't know if Patty, you know, dipped into the portal because I'm telling you that's the unfair advantage, okay? UConn does not get the best basketball players every year, and I'll repeat that. Many of them go to UConn and transfer out. Mm -hmm. There is a certain player that this guy looks for. Okay, and knows how to develop them into this, the stars. Absolutely, they have to be UConn quality players, and it's not always the best player. I mean, I've seen, uh, you know, I, I Gino Oriem is my favorite coach of all time. I got to meet him two years ago, and I'm I'm telling you, and I've got a lot of ar heated arguments about this guy. Oh, that's because uh, they get the best players every year, and it's not true. He's got the best program, but nobody likes to admit that because how could you be this dominant? Right. There must be a reason. When they were 84-0, and 84-0, that's three years, three national that's championships. It's insane. Nuts. Wow. Patty Gasso um, is an incredible coach. Now, for years, the uh, head coach at Arizona dominated the scene. He was the Olympic coach. He's since retired. Um, and now Patty is, you know, that, that coach right now. But, uh, you know, I, I think it is good for the game because, you know what, winning is good. You, you know, we, we punish winners. And, we, you know, it's, especially in today's uh, world, it's almost if you're successful, you get punished. You know what I mean? You should be, you know, media, 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 mediocre. You know, as that's as, it. As far as them playing everybody, they played UCLA. Okay, you know about their, their Of success. course. 15 nothing they won so yeah they they played everybody in the country and absolutely uh, they're you know sec team yeah you know. i mean the team itself hits when you start to look at that type of ops and slugging percentage it's not just the star they hit right through one through seven their ops's were above a, th a, th a thousand i mean the, the team is an amazing hitting team I'm, I'm i'm pretty sure they could have achieved their success with like one hitter, maybe. Just look at how good their pitching did. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you something. They're, they lost the first game of the Super Regions, you know. Right, they, they, I'm, I'm obviously you know, being facetious. Had to win two in a row. They're one of their pitchers, um, 126 innings pitched, and an ERA of 0 0.77. Yeah. Their next pitcher 1.09, and their third pitcher 1.30 ERA. I, I, they have like three. They have four pitchers all year that threw more than uh, minimum requirement one inning per game. So it's basically a three-person roster. That just dominated every single now, game. Now, to Chad's point, if that happens for three consecutive years with Oklahoma, then I think you're starting to have a problem that they're getting all the elite talent in the country, um, which you normally used to go to Florida, um, Arizona, Arizona, UCLA, Tennis yeah, Tennessee. Yeah, so yeah, um, Tennessee. Hats off, man. I mean, when you look at the accomplishments of, of Oklahoma but and and uh, our local team and, and star pitcher, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, you ha you ha you had other in the men's. You know, I, I went right from the women's World Series to the men's World Series, and you had some uh, shockers like uh, Notre Dame. I yep. mean, it, you, you talk about Tennessee. Here's a team that had 50 wins. Chuck, they destroyed people this year, and they were a very arrogant team. Right. Bat flips. I right. mean, people loved them. But when I watched them, I mean, I, I, I couldn't believe how arrogant these guys were. And they kind of deserved to lose in the Super Regions, and they yeah. did. You know, they, they it, was, it wasn't a question of who was going to win the World Series. Uh three or four weeks ago because Tennessee was that far ahead of everyone until you roll into the tournament yeah. and you get a team like Notre Dame who 
how does Notre Dame beat anyone? I mean, seriously. That was just know, great to see him there. Cold yeah. weather. T- right, right, exactly. Where I was looking for the band, you know, <laughs> <laughs> the fight song. Yes. <laughs> they did have gold. And, Chuck, they do have gold batting helmets. Yeah, I saw They the have the thing. gold flake because yeah. it's so. The, f- the bat flip that you talk about, I mean, everything now baseball-wise Sick. is a show. Sick. The major l- league level, it's acceptable now. They're, they're just having more fun and a demonstration of fun than ever before. Uh, and it's, it, I, I don't know if I'd say that it's out of control, um, but they're allowed to express how much fun they're having. The dugouts are doing stuff they've never done before. Right. With the hats and the and the chairs, and they put fur coats on guys yeah. when you hit a home run. Hey, you know what? If if they're look, it's it's all fun. I think it gets to a point where sometimes you see teams down like five runs, they hit yeah. a double, and yeah. they start doing that like bowl thing, like scooping up. Yeah, yeah. Like, feed they're, me. they're down five runs. Like yeah. get, get over yourself. Like you're 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 losing the game. Who cares about your double? Yeah. And, and the but problem it, is, it, it, this is where it, baseball's it, at. I had I mean, a problem. Yeah, but now it goes to the little leagues. Yeah. To the little oh leagues. no, it goes directly to the correct. Those role models are being. See that every time. fall, a team can be three or four touchdowns behind in the last quarter, and all of a sudden yeah. a defensive back makes a good hit and stands over him. And gets oh, yeah. like, no. look at the scoreboard! Uh, yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. exactly what the kids are doing at the lower level. They're heroes, man. Uh, I used to get in that conversation all the time about you know, well, I don't have that responsibility as a role model. The hell, you don't, man. Kids are emulating, watching, want to be like you. Uh, you 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 set the standard and. Uh, you're seeing bat flips now in Little League. It's crazy. I know. It's, but it's, and they stand at home plate. there's one player, <laughs> any baseball player growing up, should model themselves after, it's Joey Votto. Right there in my mind. There's no better player to model yourself after in terms of how he performs on the yeah, field. Yeah. You never hear a bad thing about him. No. All he does is show up and just hit absolute line drives. Yeah. <laughs> Not hitting a ball All foul for four years. You know, yeah, there's some crazy Joey. stat on Bob. Yeah, yeah, there is. Hit like four fouls. It's like it's, he didn't hit a foul ball to right field or left field, whatever line it was, yeah. for like four years in a row or yeah, something that, like that. It's just, baseball, you know, baseball yeah. has a couple good superstars that, that, that kids should uh, model themselves after. But um, real quick, so we're, we're, we're getting a little late into the show. We're going to dive into the NBA draft before we get to our Phillies. Um, so the Magic take let me wreck this name. Paola Banchero at number one. That sounds like something on a menu, doesn't it, uh, yeah, Chuck? Yeah, I was shocked. Yeah, I'll have the uh, yeah. Paola Banchero <laughs> with uh, extra cheese, please. <laughs> and uh, anywho. He was uh, shocked. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 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 so uh, we're going to go to the whiz kid to give us some uh, stats on Mr. Banchero. That Duke pedigree. You know? Yes, of course. Yeah, yeah I mean, he has – he's 19 years old. He had 17 points per game last year in college, which, you know, is pretty good for college standards. Yeah, Duke lose the ball. 6'10", right. 250 pounds. Big boy. Number one pick now going to the Magic. I, I don't know much about him other than that, really. I mean, I don't follow college basketball too well, but, I mean, he's a fourth at 6'10", 250. That's a really big guy. And um, who did our uh, Sixers take? Because our, our – our, uh, Armor, what is he? So Manager is going to get in trouble for announcing this because you're not allowed to announce so trades till after. Isn't that stupid? It's so stupid. I, I personally love what the Sixers did. They Dude, traded really? the 23 pick. Wow, man. And Danny Green, who's washed up, to the Grizzlies for the defensive stud, DeAnthony Melton. 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 Yep. You better be defensive Melton. study. He ain't much offensive. Well, no, Pay see, that. he is. I don't, I don't think you're looking at it right. Okay. He's What's 20, the average? He's 24 years old. Yep. He had 11 points per game last year in 22 oh, minutes, though. That's in 22 minutes. Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Double that as 22 points a game. You think now, it works that way? Uh, yeah. He's <laughs> unbelievable at forcing turnovers. He averaged 2.5 steal percentage and a 1.1 block percentage, which are both in the 96th percentile or higher amongst combo guards. He grabbed 15.1% of available defensive rebounds, which is the best rate of any combo guard. And he shot 37% from three from last year and 41% the year before. Why you have all those stats? Now, now hit the button, the block that says playoffs. Oh, you're so obsessed Wait with a minute. Oh, <laughs> oh, my God. Where, where he shot 24% oh from three God. Okay, Hit that. Jim, can I get a symbol uh, block on my son there? The whip. Oh yeah! Bam! Yeah. If anyone, it's all ha- about if anyone doesn't have an increased 
pl- points in the playoffs, or, you call them a bust and or neutral not good. or neutral. You got to get there and do He's it. He's twenty three. Okay, well, well yeah, I'm. I'm hey, listen, I love I'm, these father and son yeah, fights. They're I'm, good for ratings. I'm, <laughs> yeah. Speaking of father and son, you know who didn't get drafted? Unfortunately, Shaquille O'Neal's son. Oh, really? He, not, it, he, he was pushing for the Lakers. Yeah, he wasn't expected to get drafted. Well, he's signed by the Lakers in like their summer league now. Oh, well, no um, kidding. But yeah, he was um, he was not expected to get drafted. As it goes, Shaq wanted him to go back to school, and he said, "No, I'm not doing it, Dad. Like I have interest in teams." So he signed with the Lakers, but he has a big uphill battle at this point. I mean, what was Shaq drafted by the Magic, number one overall in like '96, I think. I believe so. So now you know this is uh, 25 years later or so, whatever it is. And do he's, you he's do you realize? I know, I know, we see him now and. and commercials and everything but do you remember how dominant Shaq oh, was at oh LSU and every, the NBA every time I think out? of Shaq I just think of him destroying we, we, the backboard but, but on that Ch- one dunk but Chad he was one of a million yeah. he was so dominant I mean, and more I, than I, that it's guy it, there may never be a player like Shaq I'm not telling like you. skill in terms of points but just his body and ability and he was, so was mean he was you mean heard the story yeah. Yeah. Uh, from the uh, four seasons in Philly, when I was coming out, and he was getting off the Lakers bus, mm-hmm. and the teammates all egged them on to try to sit in my little sport coupe, okay, and mm-hmm. we pushed the seat back and all that stuff, and he, and he got his rear end on the seat. Oh, he did. Couldn't even spin his knees around. Couldn't start <laughs> to. He was bigger than the car. Right. And I'm, I'm sitting there, man, this guy, three sixty, and one of the players at three sixty. They they may advertise that. Try like four. 420. Oh my god. Right? And what was he height wise? Seven, seven foot seven. one. Oh, it was a seven one. I was seven, gonna say seven two. So seven seven one four twenty. <laughs> Athletic. My God. That was out for a force. How how do you know, not put football pass? I always said that. Yeah. How if they just stood there, and I think Jordan Mylotta is is an example. If you get these behemoths and put pads on them, how do you move them? Yeah. I mean, if they just sat there on the line, who would move Shaq? I had tickets one night at a Sixers game uh, when he was uh, visiting. And under the basket, the support right there, and just watched him back in. And, you know, there's no way. Sorry to interrupt you, Al. Al's enjoying the paper. That's okay. Yeah, no, we, we, we did. <laughs> I'm trying to join in this conversation. Right. Uh, it's open for him today. Can't hurt. Whatever you're doing, can't hurt. It's on video, too, which is great. Yeah, which yeah. is great. I'll read the paper. Yeah, you want your slippers and a, and a crip, crippy? Yeah. Uh, where's the coffee girl at? <laughs> yeah, right. Jane, coffee? Uh, that's hilarious. What's up with their Phillies? Well, here we go, people. To the me- Speaking of mediocre. Whew. Who can Well, Oh, man, I'll tell you. Yeah. Didn't they uh, at it? least they won last night. But didn't they get right over 500? They did. 30? Didn't they get and right to the pinnacle of maybe buying in again? Yeah. And then they were like, Yeah, I know. And they were they two, or, two or three games the over Rangers. 500. I know. You know? The and, lowly Rangers. Uh, they aren't even at 500. But, Chuck, how do you con- – you can't continue. You know, we kind of get spoiled because they had, like, a 10-game winning streak, and, and then this 14, 15 for 17, whatever the hell it yeah, was. 33-game thir- uh, stretch. Get- it was the toughest in the last 10 years, and they played two over, and um, or over 500, I should say. And that was against everybody in baseball. You had the Braves, you had the Dodgers, you had San Diego. San oh, absolutely. It was a tough team in there every night, and they came out of that above 500. Very, very impressive. And then find a way to go backwards. I know. It's, you know, they're two and a half games back from the wild card. Which is nothing. Um, I I, I don't see that making the play. I just can't see them. And it's a shame because, hey, listen. Imagine, just imagine if they if there was no DH in the National League this oh year. Oh my God! Thank yeah. God there is. Because Bryce Harper wouldn't be playing. Where you I understand imagine. that, and I'm going to tell you something. And, and I heard people arguing, well, you know, how much does Bryce mean to this team? Now I hate to say that one player makes a difference. Oh, well, he does. But God, when this guy don't play, well, when that one player's MVP, every MVP talent. My he's God! Having the same year this year he had last Better. year. So can he win the yeah. MVP? I'm gonna I'm gonna just yeah. throw this at you. No can doubt. they? Can he win the MVP? Let's say he hits 330 with 40 bombs. Totally, can he win the MVP as a DH? 
Yes. Yeah. yeah. You mean, really think well, yeah, he think would so. go back to back as a DH? I think, I think what, he could. What, what, what will work against him, in, in my opinion, is the fact that he won it last year and the Phillies didn't, you know, right. win the division. Right, right, or, right. Uh, so, in the regular season, did the MVP catapult you to number one? No. Twice? I don't think that happens twice, but his numbers are there. I'm going to tell you why he's amazing. Because on this show last year, okay, I think it was after 30, 40 games, we were saying that he is not a premier player like a a, a Trout or a Machado or all these uh, other guys. He is not – he's below a premier player. What's he do? He hurt us. He hurt us. And he goes and wins the MVP. Hey, guys, Schmidt won four MVPs. This guy wins an MVP this year. That's three, and he's yeah. young. Now, right, he's right, going to win. Right now, the definite. Last year, he's, there was reason to, of make, course. to make that argument. Of course. And it, we weren't saying he wasn't a very good player. That's 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 crazy. We said he was not a elite. premier elite and MVP. He wasn't. And he wasn't. He had to step up if he wanted to be elite, and he sure has. Been. Right now, if there was an MVP vote today, there's no doubt it would go to Paul Goldschmidt. He's leading the leading the NL in batting average, on base, slugging, OPS, OPS plus, total bases, and hits. It's a monster. He's hitting three forty. Yeah, his name's Goldschmidt. Yeah. yeah who, who who makes a guy? Who, who, yeah. You don't you, win it. And no, he's never won an Gold MVP Schmidt. despite how good he is. He's aside. never won an MVP. He's coming second twice. Yeah. Let me ask you this, and I know it's, it's thirty years down would the road. You, not to interrupt you, if, but would you take Harper out of the Phillies lineup? Yes. It's just completely. Sags. Yeah, they fizzle. That one player, you know, all boats rise on an incoming tide. You got to have Harper in the Phillies lineup. Let me write that down. Hold on. All, all boats, boats rise. rise now, finally, on uh, on WIP set. today, Angelo was saying, "Why the heck is Schwarber batting leadoff?" Yeah. He said it like six times. I heard it this morning driving in. I mean, Schwarber's hitting so many home runs, and he's just sitting there driving himself in half the time. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Castellanos almost has the same amount of RBIs, and he has half the home runs. If your league leader in home runs is going to be the leadoff hitter, and that crazy, it's going to be 47 home runs, you're going to have a lot of questions as to why he bat a leadoff. And I know his uh, on-base percentage is up to about 340 right now, right, Schwarber? But still, you got it. But the, the argument is always they don't have anybody else. You can bat lead off, and I think that is a fair counter to that point. I really do. I mean, who are you going to bat lead off, Al? Well, after Segura went down, nobody. Yeah. I mean, you say JT or Reese, but it's not no. them at all. No. Um, How do you not have a have fast a center fielder that leads off? Because we've been stuck with Roman Quinn and Oduble for the past five years. Yeah, it's yeah. just just unbelievable. Why well, are we still this, working with those guys? This came up on the radio last night. I'd like to get everybody's opinion, Jimmy, you included. You put the headset back on, Jimmy. Come on. Uh, so I call Eskin in because Eskin starts the show off last night with Joe Gilio. We're coming home from New York. We turn the radio on about exit eight. Just pick him up. And I said to Mayor, I said, he's going to bust on me because the Phillies lost to the Rangers. So I said, soon as Eskin's turned to you know, and I hope Chuck from Cherry Hill, da, 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 who said last week, and he starts reminding me what I said last week and all that. And then so I call in, you know, we had fun with it back and forth. And he's, he was adamant about the fact of all the Phillies teams throw the Flyers out. What's the next champion world champ from Philly? Al, who's your, your, your next world champ from Philadelphia? I'm going to go with the Eagles. That's, that was asking. Chad? Uh, I actually heard you on WPS sorry, talking oh, about this. Thanks um, for the text. Say, nice job. Dude. I was walking out of the doctor, so I heard like the back end. I heard asking uh, go hard on it. Yeah. Um, I'm was, uh, I would say – the Sixers. <laughs> he said it like <laughs> the Sixers. Like he's so better you nickel. <laughs> we did this the last time. I picked the Flyers because nobody else did. Here, here's here, why. I think I'm doing it again. Here's why I said uh, the Phillies. I'll say the Flyers. You, you have to assume <laughs> that they're going to make some moves in July. And let's assume they may not be as good as Atlanta's moves last year, which were absolutely the best GM ship I've ever seen, except for Cashman Yankees a couple of years. Let's assume they pull off some some really good deals then the team becomes that much better right away and let's i'm obviously assuming harper is back in the lineup if not right field he's he's in there's dh they have enough pitching in postseason to win the the first round or or the best of five no doubt about that no doubt about that now right now the team is fourth in run production 
I know it's not balanced. It's not a team that's going to score 5.2 runs per game evenly. They score 11, they score 8, and they go 0-1, 0-3. But that's kind of analogous to baseball. I'll still take the fact that they're fourth or fifth in, in run production right now. The defense, as I said last night on the radio, stinks. And we all agree <laughs> that there's, no, there's no other way. Yeah, yeah. And yet the Giants, the San Francisco Giants, is worse defensively. Um, for, for those reasons, for the, the pitching that they have and the run production, two-thirds of what you need. Uh, I didn't mention bullpen, but they got a couple of guys doing okay. Uh, Sir Anthony, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Should now, be your closer. Why don't yeah. I – I got cut off at the end. Uh, but why don't I take the Eagles? Because I don't think you can ride with a, a, a quarterback that's not established or proven yet to take you to win the Super Bowl. So I just can't project Hurts, ostensibly a two-year guy, to win a Super Bowl, even notwithstanding all the skill talent that they've picked up. It's just too soon. Don't make a mockery out of this. What's your real No, I mean, I, the Flyers. I, Chuck, this guy's been a winner his whole oh, you're life, not though, gonna, you're not I'm, I'm telling you. podcast time to say the Flyers. No, oh, no. Who's going to uh, win? The Eagles. Oh, no, no, oh, I said the Eagles. I he said hurts. the Flyers, I thought. Yeah, I, I, no. I said the Flyers because nobody else picked okay. the Flyers. Your actual answer is the Eagles. Yes, but okay. Chuck yeah. asked me that how could they win with a two-year. You just yeah. said. Okay. How could they, uh, uh, I, I'm sorry. I could say because the guy's a winner. And I really think that, that, that you know, the guys won at every level. I know he, you know, got sad at Alabama. and But yeah. th- that was just, I mean, you know. Yeah. It was, you know. And uh, there's no doubt the division. You can see the Eagles atop yes. that division. Yes. And you, I, I, you know the Phillies are going to be looking for a wild card at best. Yeah. Exactly. But how does the Giants – how do these teams not get better? It's like we go out and do everything we Jets, need to do. And all, and, and like all these teams oh, just – it's amazing. More I mean, even France. Washington with that defense. Yeah. I mean, they got this defense, and, and they just – I don't understand it because it all starts at the top, and when you when you don't have the right type of uh, C-suite structure and decision making at the top, and investments and stuff like that um, in assets, uh, it doesn't work. So it starts at the top. You look at these teams. Well, you know what though? But to contradict that, there are teams that have good uh, senior level uh, management guys that are respected around the league and still don't win. You, you got to get lucky. Two with draft picks. Draft picks. Um, but why are some teams consistently great? Look at the Yankees. Look what they're doing this year. Payroll, always at the top of, of the, the salary structure. But, you know, Cashman's also done an amazing job. Boy, what an unbelievable job he's done this year. They don't look like they can lose a game right now. Uh, I know. That he, win he last keeps... night over the Astros. Yeah. Man, dear, they trailed. I'm going to yeah. change my answer to the Eagles. I know uh, there the you Eagles go. going to be the next <laughs> team to win the Super Bowl. I looked at the playoff bracket and I realized if they come in first in the division, they yeah. only got to win like two games. Yeah, yeah. if they're well, all at the top, a, not like the top of the NF- it's NFC. A, yeah, it's an easier path. Baseball, you have to play multiple games, multiple wins, stuff like that. So, as we are, uh, we got about ten minutes left. Uh, yeah. We got to hit a couple more things and uh, <laughs> gotta. We got to talk about those Flyers, baby. Okay, um, that's that. What that's, we got that's it. That's yeah. enough with the Flyers yeah. as we move on. No, Jim, we, we, we have a new coach uh, new coach discussion. What, what, what's going on with the Flyers? I present our uh, producer, the very talented Big Jim. 30 seconds, Jim. I don't know, Al. What do you think of the, the coaching <laughs> hire? <laughs> well, it's a good old boy. He just keep revolving around, but he made a statement, which is unbelievable, that – Back in 2004, when he was in Philadelphia, he said to his wife, I want to run that club someday. But yeah, Tortorella, he'll, bullshit, but, yeah. I, I'm, I'll tell you one of the highlights of the Flyers thing might be press conferences with Eskin and Tortorella. Everyone's looking forward to <laughs> yeah. that. Yeah, Tortorella said the old, oh, I've been shoveling shit all summer. I'm like, well, wait till September, pal. Yeah. You're shoveling a lot more. That's, yeah. all, I I mean, that's, that's he, all we got on the Flyers? Yeah. <laughs> well, he, does, he certainly doesn't improve the talent level. I, I got I got fans out here talking about the Lions. Come on, the Lions. Oh, God. 
That's got to suck to be to live in Detroit, huh? Um, At Cleveland, everybody thought they were top yeah, a couple years with yeah. what they did. Uh, Stefanski's a good guy. Cleveland was so good on paper like three I know, years ago. They, they couldn't lose. They were. And Baker they, was just so <laughs> bad after that. <laughs> yeah, you had to receive so, two receivers. You had to so chub, it's, right? there's still time for these Detroit fans to jump on the bandwagon like our whiz kid did. And, Go Eagles. Uh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> as, as the How Eagles. Can they be that bad every year at Detroit? I mean, man, dear. It's just got to it, be. <laughs> you know, but I, I don't understand it. I, I guess they're happy just making the money. Can we talk about these Yankees? Can we yes, let's go to the real team in the area. Give That's my a, second the favorite team are is the Yankees. The fewest games to reach 50 wins in the last 100 years. Here's there the order. Wow. Number I'll one, the 2001 again. Mariners. It took them 64 games to reach 50 wins. Number four on this list are the 2022 Yankees. It took them 67 games to reach 50 wins. Now, this is funny. Four of the top eight teams on that list are Yankees. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. They do everything, you know. They uh, they hit. They pitch. Um, they're playing defense. They made the two changes. They realized they couldn't win with the shortstop and the catcher situation last year. And they brought in guys that are known for their defense. And that's helped them tremendously on defense. But, of course, you know, Rizzo with the – you just look at the, the the guys with the power, Stanton and Ju- and Judge. Is he the best player in baseball right now? Right now, a lot of people yeah. are saying. Boy, he, he banked. Is. I'll tell you what, not signing that extension. Oh boy, man, has paid off. What a Will he be he the first fifty million dollar player uh, per what's year? A, what's yeah. a guy like yeah. that? What do you know, give yeah, a guy like that? I think. And, he, and I do think the we'll Yankees keep him? Yeah, well, uh, that's today, by the way. And uh, I don't think he's looking for that. I think he's looking for something. I think he's looking for thirty-eight million. You know, Real? Why, why would he wait though? Why wouldn't he? he couldn't he have gotten that last season? What was his offer then? Well, he they, took a shot. The, yeah, yeah, they offered he, him. I th- he was offered in the upper thirties. He made a fair offer. So I think this yeah, no, it was a, it was a, it was a he took a real he, big gamble. He bet on himself. Absolutely. Yeah, now he's putting up stats. Of course, they're going to justify the numbers. But Chuck, he wants, but he'll probably Chuck, still go to free agent. If yeah. this guy, let's just say this guy, you know. Didn't put up those numbers. I mean, yeah. he did take. No, he bettered himself. Say he got it. You know, he injured his foot, his arm, anything, yeah, and, and had average. You know, you yeah. know, Schwarber. So, <laughs> he pulled so, a Schwarber. So we case, can say he pulled a Schwarber. So in that case, he only signs for thirty-one million. A year. I know. Like, he, he's uh, right. He's that, definitely. 30. I don't know. It says Judge X for twenty-one million. Yankees counter with seventeen. The midpoint's nineteen. Yeah, but Isn't he ridiculous. And arbitrations look, look, today. Yeah. yeah, arbitration. He's I mean, what are the get. Yankees waiting for? This guy's worth forty million a year. Yeah, absolutely. Right? So you're if arbitration is today, what's he go in? He can't go just in it. What do you want? Twenty one. I mean, yeah. obviously he's no worth way. It. That meeting should last thirty seconds. Yeah, I say he comes in out the twenty. Hallway, they should end that. Twenty five million. I say he comes out with. And is that just for this year? Yes. He yeah, could go to arbitration for the next how many years? Right. I mean, he should be getting thirty million easy. Yeah, now but yes, but they got to go by. Doesn't have the leverage, they go by I last year right now. They go by last year's stats, though, right? Uh, I believe so. Yeah. So, you know, you're, you know, of course, he's a monster this yeah. year. So maybe they do come in and offer him thirty million a year just yeah. to avoid all this. Now, what happens if they can't agree to arbitration? The player can't play. No, the no, you have to play. You, you have to play for what arbitration gives yeah. you. Right, but like the, with the deadline being today in the middle of the he's season, which it normally agent. isn't. He, what would happen? Yeah, they rule on it in arbitration, and he get, gets the number, and then he's a free agent. Yeah. I'm saying, what if they can't agree? They do agree. There's a ruling on it on the number, I believe, right? But, I, yes, if he, you have to play. If, if arbitration comes out at $25 million, that's what you have to play for. That's your salary. Okay, so it's not like disagreement. Like, they have an arbitrator that just settles it. And yes, this exactly. is the number. Exactly. But the arbit- arbitration but the could, could is, side with the Yankees. Right, Say right, the Yankees okay. want to give him 17, the, the he gets 17. Is, it's a negative process for the, yeah. for the elite player. He's got to sit there and hear the stats that go against what his market value. Correct. Mm-hmm. And he want to do that to judge right now. That, that's what sucks. Yeah. So the Yankees, on, you know, it's, it's like the extra four. You know, listen, shame on the Yankees for not settling did. this earlier. That's just what, making that's this go every, away. We it's what we did. We, we did this to Real Muto we were in New York for two or three years. And we were talking to Yankee fans that had the construction workers, and I would stop the car out. This was great. And I, I would say, what's up, what's up with Judge? And these guys are moving steel around on a construction project, big crane overhead. It was so New York moment, you know, with the hard hat and the Yankee thing. 
Well, I can't believe what they're doing to Judge. I can't do a Yankee accent. Anybody do a Yankee accent? Yeah, I can't believe what they're doing to Judge. <laughs> you you jerk off. Yeah, do yeah. it. Do it. How you doing? But, uh, How yeah. you doing there, Judge? Uh, New York and the energy of New York. I though. saw him. I saw him walking down the street the other <laughs> you day. See these guys. <laughs> all, the, all the construction guys are yeah. naturally in shape. Oh, they're yeah. They're all good looking. They all got the oh, yeah. And they're all named man. Tony. Yeah. Hey, yeah, Tony. Tony. Yeah. Hey, Tony. I'll be there a little. Hey, Tony. I'll see you later, Tony. To New York. Did you guys see that? Yeah. yeah. How you doing? <laughs> the two Utes over there. Yeah, the two Utes. Uh, we could do this podcast. Oh uh, yeah. Yes, we could. But um, all right. So the, you know, the Astros are in there. They sold out Yankee Stadium. You still got the whole cheating thing going on back and forth. Yes. And then the Yankees come back with the three-run bomb to tie it up, and they and they and they walk off. Man, that series is just absolutely thrilling. So we'll watch that this weekend. But. Uh, I like Houston today. Don't ask me why. I like Houston today. We'll see what happens. Just magical that Judge gets As, a walk-off hit yeah, the day before is. his arbitration. I, I know, right? All right. So we All got, right, real we look, quick. We're we, we, at five and uh, Otani. We're real, uh, yeah, Otani's right. a stud. To, uh, Wiz, tell us about this uh, prospect from Pittsburgh. The Pittsburgh Pirates have some pretty exciting prospects. O'Neill Cruz is the one I want to focus on. Wow, six, seven. He's 23 years old, 6'7". 23, and he throws 100 miles per hour nice. from shortstop. Viewers, fans. How do you like to catch that at first got, base? You got to tell your baseball, tell your dad, grandpops, whoever it is, to check out this guy, O'Neill Cruz. Just, you know, go on and download and look at his throws from shortstop. It's different to see a shortstop throw a ball 100 miles an hour across the diamond. You know, uh, the guy for the Cubs, uh, Dunkston. Sean Dunkston. Hat was like 98. Yeah. Yeah. And I used to watch the ball when he'd come in with one hand. And I'd be like, I couldn't see that. And I know. Play it. This guy at 6'7 over the top. Is just unbelievable. To how watch. did he? How did they not put him on the mound though? Six, seven, a hundred. Yeah. Come on. Man. I'm sure they did somewhere. Oh, maybe this. too. too wild. Look at this. Yeah, watch this. Guy. I have the video. Watch this people. Throw. Oh! Oh God! Ray, show that one more time. That's what a hundred looks Put like. That one more Hold time. On, let's see people. it, people. Hey, ball! Look at that throw. Just watch this. It's First face retreats it like candy. It looked like a line. It looked like a straight line. It looked like a laser beam that you see in like a video. It did. It looked like a white laser beam. It's always fun Um, in baseball to pick out things you don't see a lot. Absolutely. Catcher's arms. Johnny Callis used to throw from the actual warning track. My dad and I would watch the pregame when he hit the fun ones in the old days. And his one hop throws the home plate that you can just, when you talk about on a line, you know. It's just great to watch these great so, arms in, in baseball. As we're winding down, rant time. I think we are going to our rants, and we're going to go right in order. We're going to start with Coach Al. Well, I don't know how big a rant this is. I was talking to Jim before we started. I'm watching the Stanley Cup, and really two the two best teams, you know, the Avalanche and the Lightning. Yep. And it went to overtime, and they scored, and all of a sudden they realized – few minutes after that and it's not it's not reviewable that the avalanche had six players Ooh. on instead of five heard about this yeah. yes right. yep. and, and it's not and you've got four officials now That's i amazing. know jim will tell me we were talking earlier it happens once in a while but it wasn't like the gate was halfway open you're getting right. off you could see the lane clearly shot, clearly all six bodies there yep. and you're talking about all of a sudden now that's a penalty you yeah. nullify the goal, yeah. and Tampa has a two-minute advantage. And we're still playing. It's You're big, right. Big deal. It, it is a big deal. Their coach, right. got, their coach got interviewed, and he said, and he's really a sharp guy. He said, uh, I'm not going to touch it. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. That, that, they got to do a better job, especially with four, but four, I mean, for four something referees. something that big yeah, with I know. four officials. Can't and, be missed. And I'm from the old school like you guys are. Get it right. No yeah. matter what you have to do, get, get right. the play right no matter what sport it is. Damn straight. Good job. Look, I, the Wiz Kid. I am going to rant about the MLB umpires. A couple days ago, there was one of the most bizarre ejections I've ever seen in the Blue Jays versus the White Sox. The day before, the umpire, Doug Eddings, missed a season-high 29 calls. Wow. 29 calls in one game. Multiple strikeouts missed. The next day, the Blue Jays, White Sox meet for um, in the pregame where the umpires all gather and stuff. And the umpire, and the, one of the coaches says something, and the um, 
umpire ejects him in the he, pregame. From, in the from pre-game, exchanging he the lineups? He ejected him. That's why they sent the coach up. That yeah. Happened. That's awesome. Yeah, the batting coach, I think he said that. It's yeah. just yeah. the umpires. They knew it was happening. It was the umpires yeah. have gotten to the point, though, where they are so sensitive. They are so bad. Yes. I mean, you got guys like Angel Hernandez who, who thinks it's funny to be bad at his job. And it, I don't know. I mean, it, something has to change. There, it, there will be a change eventually. Uh, I don't know if I'm for it or against it, but I, I'm not for the umpires acting like this. It's awful. All right. We go to the Godfather. Well, I'm just going to respond to that before I start my rant. And the reason you're seeing this, the umpires doing something to get worse or less school or less prep in the minors. It's none of that. The major league pitching is so phenomenal now with spin rates and yeah. what they're still doing. If they're checking their hands, it's because they're checking the keepers to get it in. Bottom line is the pitching. Uh, is so incredible. That's your strikeout rate. We got guys throwing a hundred, and and the action on the ball. I believe the umpires are having a hard time seeing. I really do. When you're over the wrong shoulder, you think you got something in the black when the outside drop called six. I don't think they're getting a look at it. I don't think they can see hundred. You know, really then let's bring we, in the we, robots. We faced Billy Wagner in college at, at, when he was at Ferrum, and. Uh, and, and and I think the guns were only ninety five. Yeah. I don't know how the I don't know how you can see. It almost looks like it leaves his hand and the catcher just puts his mitt no, on and it's well, there. Here, here's my rant. This is gonna be a different rant for sure. So I'm, yes. gonna, I'm gonna give it up. Full transparency. Do it. This is a very good team. I mean our podcast team is terrific. Everybody brings a different background, skill set and pedigree to the table. And uh, we're in a ratings uh, uh, situation where we're flat and we're trying to understand why and uh, we need your input if you don't like the content on this podcast this show we'd love to hear from you we're dead serious and if you want dinner I'll take you to dinner if you don't want to have dinner with me I'll, I'll buy you dinner whatever but we really want to hear from you about what you'd like to see um, because we work hard at making it successful. We think the content, obviously, is good and entertaining and certainly has a lot of variety to it. Uh, but we'd love to hear from you. So once again, I'm going to put it out there. My rant, 609-828-5569. That's my song number. I'm up at 6. I'm going to bet at 1. Call me, text me anytime. I want to be your buddy, your friend. I want to hear from you. I want your feedback. And maybe together, collectively as a team, we can, we can get these, the ratings we're looking for. We realize we don't have a celebrity. Uh, we don't think we need one per se, although we do have a very exciting lineup of celebrities starting in a couple weeks. That we'll see what that does. It's probably going to help. But without that, we still think it could be better. Uh, I mean, 250 people attended my daughter's wedding. That's about our ratings. I think just the 250 people at the wedding yes. downloaded the show. Go ahead, yes. Bubba. All right. I'm going to touch all. I'm going to, uh, you know, continue on what Chuck said. But I want to start with uh, tonight, after all of the uh, regional action and the super regions and. Uh, all the great, great, great baseball. I saw the College World Series starts their three-game championship on Monday. I'm telling you, people, the last the last month watching girls softball Division One, uh, the World Series in the regions and the super regions, and right into the to the college baseball is the best sports you could ever see. I mean, right now, you know, the weather's changing, and and you got the best college uh, softball players and the best college baseball players. Nothing beats it. Um, you should really check it out. Um, Although softball's done, but baseball. No, no, right. The World Series in baseball. Um, and then finally, I'm going to continue with Chuck said. Where are all the viewers at? I mean, seriously. We, we put a lot of money into this show, or Chuck puts a lot of money into the show, we get great content. The guys work their asses off. I just get to come in and read off some sheets, and, and I got to tell you, where are the viewers? We're stuck at like eight or 900, and we want to get over 1,000. So call in, uh, call Chuck Sell, prank him, you know, late yeah, at night it. like I do. <laughs> yeah. Do whatever you want, but give us some feedback. What's the issue with the show? 
what do we have to do? Do you want to see more uh, celebrities or Phillies on or whatever the hell you want All to see? All baseball, talk, whatever. Whatever yeah. you want to do. Yeah. If you want, if you want just the Phillies, I ain't doing the Flyers, but, you know, just the Sixers, <laughs> Eagles, minutes. what do you want? Tell us. Right. Because this show is too good to be under 1,000 viewers, and that's just the way it is. And then from 1,000, we're going to take off from there. So get back to us. We love you. Um, uh, I'm going to Facebook Live. I'm going to check out. Yeah. Um, but, my uh, buddy Mark, big day for Mark, uh, our loyal viewer. Uh, Mark, uh, good luck today. His wife's uh, delivering a baby. Beautiful. And uh, he's, he's a loyal listener, and he gives us great feedback. So uh, Congratulations, yep. Mark. There's Big Jim, the producer, sleeping. And um, <laughs> we're going to get back to you uh, next week. So give us a like and share. And where do they see us at? You can get us at speakingofsportspod.com, people. That's it. Or Twitter. And we're giving, a, we're giving away some great gifts coming up, so stay tuned if you're if you're uh, listening. Yeah. All right? Jerseys, money, we're dinners, car. sexual favors, whatever you want. <laughs> give us a like. All right, people. I'll see you later. We love you. Thank you.